Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. Today is day 891 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important to have the proper perspective of today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the culture of the authors. In order to help all of us have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesday for reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. The Bible is full of rich imagery and stories that fill our minds with wonders and questions. Today's essay explores one of those incidents as we focus on When Giants Walk the Earth. If they haven't read it, most people have at least heard the story of David and Goliath of Gath, the Gittite. The names of the hero and villain have iconic status. But how many people know anything about the giant Goliath, other than that he lost his head to a boy named David from Israel? This story can be found in 2 Samuel chapter 21 verses 15 through 22 and 1 Chronicles chapter 20 verses 4 through 8. The story tells us that there were some unusually tall warriors among the Philistines. The lists are not identical, but putting them together we read that there were four, Saph, also called Sapia, Lamhi, Ishbibinab, and an unnamed warrior. The descriptions are similar to that given Goliath, noting great stature and the dimensions of their weaponry. Unlike Goliath or any other named warriors, the unnamed giant is said to have six finger on each hand and six toes on each foot. This malformation is known as polydactylism. It is also mentioned in the description of this giant. The Bible does not mention it when it discusses the other giant clans. But wait a minute, are you saying there were giant clans in the Bible? There are several people groups described as giants or among whom giants lived in the Old Testament. The first was the Anakim, who were descendants of the Nephilim mentioned in Genesis chapter 6, verse 4, which reads, In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. The descendants of these giants lived in Canaan, which is considered the promised land, and are encountered by the Israelites under both Moses and Joshua. In Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, the spies reported back, We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. The second instance is one time before the children of Israel traveled the Chanj Jordan, the land east of the Jordan River. It was heavily populated by tall people known as the Emites. In Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, tells us, A race of giants called the Emites once lived in the area of Ar. They were as strong and numerous and tall as the Anakites, another race of giants. Both the Emites and the Anakites are also known as the Rephorites, though the Moabites called them Emites. And we also find that they're referred to as Azumites. And this verse says, The area once considered the land of the Rephites, who lived there, though the Ammonites called them Zanzumites. The third instance is the Amorites, another group that stood in the way of Israel claiming the Promised Land and they are described as exceptionally tall in Amos chapter 2, verse 9. 
which reads, But as my people watched, I destroyed the Amorites, though they were tall as cedars and strong as oaks. I destroyed the fruit of their branches and dug out their roots. In the fourth or last instance were the Rephorites, which are mentioned nearly 20 times, most often associated with the conquest of the Promised Land, where Moses encountered King Og of Bashan. One reference to King Og is found in Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 11. King Og of Bashan was the last survivor giant of Rephaites. His bed was made of iron and was more than 13 feet long and 6 feet wide, and it can still be seen in the Ammonite city of Rabbah. Goliath was a Rephaim. He and four giant warriors listed alongside him are also from Rapah in Gath, which is found in 2 Samuel 20, chapter 21, verse 22, and 1 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 8. If Rapah is referred to a proper name with a capital Rapah, then the four warriors were all brothers of Goliath. The biblical text does not actually say this. Only one of the men, Lami, was specifically said to be the brother of Goliath. Therefore, it is best to translate this term as giants or Rephaim, as many English translations do. Some of the Rephaim giants survived the wars of Moses and Joshua, and their descendants settled in the Philistine city of Gath. The other warriors who accompanied Goliath may or may not have been his brother, but they were all part of the enduring and unusual lineage that challenged Israel in the land and opposed their God. There is no indication in the Bible that there were giant clans after the time of King David. That's a wrap for today's essay. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue with the Old Testament as we look at Dr. Heiser's next essay titled, The Divine Arrow. I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer, which will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek creating a legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 890 treks or read the wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life, together. Let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.